0: so that all of you can make informed decisions um we are going into our third decade of this show now that makes it sound like 30 years or so but this is how we have to be careful listening to words and statistics it's really only 15 years but we did start in 09 so that was one decade then the 10s and now the 20s so um keep that in mind as we go on with these shows that um Hope we all get some good, good thinking on our heads uh, when we read and and hear the news, especially about real estate. Now, this show is all things real estate, not just statistics, not just the anatomy of a home and what you know roofs are. I I know on our minds right now with all these atmospheric rivers, but today. We're going to, in this first segment, we're going to be talking about the community and how important the community is to your home and your home's value. Um, I got to thinking, you know, if you have a home in Hollywood and a home in Fresno, it's going to be quite a bit more expensive in Hollywood. Now, the two by fours and the roof and all that are pretty much the same the community, and the draw is different. And so today, our two guests are going to show us how we're bringing Fresno right on up there. Um, Commonly known as Irv and Peg, (laughs) but their real names are Amelia Ryan and Noel Adams. Uh, Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good
0: morning to you. All right. The two of these, uh, these two people are... uh, are in the Good Company Players show called Kalamazoo. And it's quite an interesting storyline. Could one of you tell us what the storyline is and why we should go see this this show?
1: Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I'd be happy to. It's a comedy, so that's a good reason for saying it. I think mm-hmm. we can all use a good laugh. And it's about a couple of seniors dipping their toe in the world of online dating. hey.
0: And <laughs> um, in
1: this case, we, uh, I'm a widow. He's a widower. We both had happy s- marriages. We loved our partners. But um, it's been some time has gone by, and we're lonely, frankly. And we don't have the companionship we had been anticipating in our old age. And um, we still have got a lot of life in us. The tagline is, you're never too old to be young. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a succession of scenes. We're we're the whole show, just the two of us. and it's uh, some amusing situations. So
0: why the name Kalamazoo?
1: Ah, Ah. well, my, my character's a bird lover, and mm-hmm. there's a wonderful bird sanctuary near Kalamazoo, and that's a place she'd always like to visit, which is one of the questions on the questionnaire <laughs> for the it's dating in Michigan, website. Michigan, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm quite familiar with that. Are you? We actually had a guest on our show a few years back from Kalamazoo, okay. Michigan, um, come to find out that Kalamazoo was the first place in America to have a pedestrian mall. Fresno oh, was I the second place. Well, See, so you need to tune in to Welcome Home Radio. Oh, you'll, oh, we really should, yeah. you, You'll learn all these things that aren't really important, but they're fun to know. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I'm from the
2: Midwest myself and I didn't know that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I don't know about the bird sanctuary either. I didn't <laughs> know
0: about it anyway. It, it really exists. I looked it <laughs> up. Yes, it does. <laughs> Alright, so um, and it's
2: Uh, When is it playing? When did it start? When does it end? We opened last weekend on Friday. Mm -hmm. Played Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then uh, this weekend was Thursday through Sunday, and then we'll do Thursday through Sunday for five more weekends from now. So uh, a seven-week run. And where? Where is it at? at? Second Space Theater in the Tower District. Okay, right there on Olive Avenue. Right on Olive, uh, next to... And right, the and, kookas, and it's yeah.
1: corner to Roger Roccas. Most people know yeah. where Roger Roccas is. They're pretty much on the corner of Wishon and Olive. We're right on Olive. On Olive, right.
2: What time does the show start, and when, how long does it go? It's we've a very short play. It's an hour and 10 minutes long, about. And uh, Thursday, we start at 7.30, and Friday and Saturday is 8 o'clock, and, and on Sunday, it's 2.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and we, uh, audiences have been eating it up. It's, <laughs> it's a real yeah. crowd pleaser.
0: Okay, great. Now, what,
1: uh,
0: Amelia, I know you have some experience with this, so you're the perfect person to answer the question, but what does the arts do for a community?
1: It's a draw. It it draws people in, and it keeps people. Um, I was telling you a story. Um, My husband and I moved here um, in 96. He's in IT, and originally we had planned to move to the Bay Area, but housing prices scared him off uh we have two kids we wanted to have a decent quality of life and uh you could get a ha- house here <laughs> for you know we could rent an apartment a tiny apartment for what you could get a house for so we um we left the kids with my parents and we came here for a long weekend to have a look at the place and see if it was some place that we could live not just a good place to raise kids but also for us would there be enough to keep us interested and at the time there was a big bookstore On Shaw and um, some good restaurants. He really likes Indian food, so we had to find a good Indian restaurant. And then we found the Tower District, and it's a lot of people don't realize it. It's a real draw, because we we realized then there were theaters, there were live theaters, and live music venues. So really, places to go out as well as a lot of restaurants. Um, And actually, that's one nice thing about our show: it being rather short. We play it without an intermission. Um, Roger Rock's dinner is included it's a whole evening when you go there when you go to the second space there's time to go out and eat before or after meet friends for drinks after the show whatever it doesn't necessarily take up your whole evening mm. and um, that's, that's a nice alternative
0: a lot of people are drawn to the tower and I know I, I used to work with a big corporation that did a lot of mm-hmm. relocating mm. uh, of their um, their people and that was a question that would come up what kind of arts do you have in your community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and driving through the tower district they liked it
1: yes yes you can see there there's some kind kind of nightlife there are people mm-hmm. out and about move going from one place to another
0: all right okay I, I have to jump ahead and get to this question because my curiosity is getting to me okay. so in the play if you can reveal this, maybe as a little <laughs> teaser to get all of including me, sure, sure. to get us all out there. What's one of the mishaps that goes with this online dating?
2: Ah, mishaps. Well, we're, one. We're, okay, <laughs> go ahead. Just one of them is, uh, despite being urged by our grown children to get out there and, you know, not be lonely anymore, try to meet somebody, they sort of encouraged us to get into this uh dating site service, you know? And once that happens and we meet each other and tell them that we're going to get married, then the kids just freak out, sort of, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, slow down, what are you doing? You know, this yeah. kind of thing. So that's one one of the problems.
1: And, and some uh, of the other things are, are cultural differences. We each actually are looking for someone unlike the people that we grew up with or the people we ordinarily would hang out with because we want to expand our horizons. Um, mm-hmm. he, he jokes about once learning new things keeps you from getting Alzheimer's, you know, so he'd like a <laughs> woman who can keep him from getting Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. um, but, um, but then, so there's uh, the idea that you know, opposites attract, but also that can cause some friction as well, that we don't quite, quite understand each other, and right. so there's a learning curve, definitely, and, uh, and also my character, she's a very traditional um, s- religious woman. And um to her, to be honest, sex means marriage. Hmm. And he wasn't necessarily thinking along those <laughs> lines. <laughs> and he's
2: a Jewish man, an East Coast Jewish man. And, and she's Catholic. And she's Catholic and hasn't any exposure to Jewish. But uh, the but faith. We, we we sort of get and over that. We pretty do quickly. get over that. Um,
1: I don't want people to be put off oh by no that. No it's no not no. it's it's, uh,
2: it's just one of the th- snags at the it's beginning. It's a
1: snag and um, someone asked if there was a dark side to the comedy and I would say no Mm -hmm. it's a very it's It's very very light there's no darkness there is some seriousness Mm -hmm. though because as as Noel has said um, there are two characters who don't appear in the play but are very much in our minds and that's his late wife and my late husband they're Mm -hmm. always with us and uh, so that's that's another possible snag.
0: Okay, so the catch that got me, and mm-hmm. this is why I'm going to have to go see the play. You uh-huh. How you got past the Jewish and Catholic thing?
1: <laughs> we we somehow do. I think I think some of that happens off stage. I think mm-hmm. they talk it out. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's some other talking out that goes on on stage.
2: Of course, the big. Sp- well, not to give it away, but, you know, the, the split that happens momentary, you know, after the hotel. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, well. That has very much yes, to do we, with uh, Yes, we Jewish get very drunk on our first date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: and maybe aren't used to it, but yeah. uh, so well, this that, that's sounds a pretty like funny scene. It, uh, fun. Fun. As um, Donald Monroe said, it was the, the most laughter he'd ever heard when a set is, be- uh, the bed is being rolled onto the, <laughs> the set. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, right. Everybody, <laughs> it was everybody goes, Most laughter i would ever heard for a, for a bed. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to tell my daughter about this
2: because she's a set designer oh, right. in, down in Southern California. Well, yeah, it's a very minimal set, that's for sure. But yeah, it'll but be interesting to her.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful little theater. Mm. If you haven't been to Second Space, have uh, you been?
2: There? I have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's thoroughly science.
1: enjoy it. Yeah. And Good Company Players, I don't know if you realize this, is celebrating its 50th year anniversary mm. this, this year. year, and so we're we're both pleased to be in a production this year.
0: You know, 50 years could also mean sev- seven decades um, It could, <laughs> if you follow it my right. mathematical <laughs> <Exactly>. philosophies. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I want to thank you both. Is there anything else you'd like to say to make sure that we get down there and see this and and, and improve our community and our housing stock?
1: Um, it's a funny, funny show. Um, it's we did give it an r rating for language there's a, a little uh but really it's it's really very sweet show and it's only moments of stress um there are no children involved <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: amelia i can't see you using foul language <laughs> <laughs> now now
1: irv he's another guy give me a case here <laughs> yeah but All definitely right. come see us it's a it's a I good so. good time bring your friends it's uh something to laugh about and and talk about afterwards maybe all
0: right and thank you for coming down today to the show to to let us know the importance of the arts in our community thank you for having us our sure pleasure. all right stay tuned to welcome home radio we're going to our first commercial break but we'll be right back thank you Welcome back. Welcome home radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And now in the studio with us, we have Elaine Stites of Eco Water and Ken Stites of Eco Water. Do you two know one another? No, not at all. <laughs> Just some
3: fluke that we ended up with the same last name.
0: Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, and in our first segment, we talked about the arts in mm-hmm. the community and how important that is for housing, to have a strong community. Um, I've heard on the news there are some communities out there that have poor water, not only um, uh, the quality of it, but the, uh, or the quantity of it, but also the quality of it. Mm-hmm. And now that's what we're going to talk about now is that good quality of water. I don't think we need at this point in time to talk about the quantity of water (laughs) we seem to have a lot of that Mm -hmm. now uh oh here's a strange question for you but is that water rain water comes down is that good if you captured it would it be good to drink well after all the
4: rain that we've had probably you know because um, the first rains after a, a while that water will pick up contaminants coming down and get into the water supply. But after the air is cleaned out, that that water can be pretty pretty good. Okay. So to,
3: ma- to make it really simple, what happens when water leaves the clouds, it's coming down and it's got all the smog, fog, mm. uh, di- diesel fumes, anything yeah. that's in the air, the water catches it and it comes down to the ground. That is why people, when they wash their car, they say, I know it's gonna rain because I just washed my car. Yeah. And so obviously <laughs> there's something about rain and on your car that begets having your car wash and that's because the first rains can, they have contaminants in them
0: mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so how simple is it to get good quality water it, and doesn't the city our, mm-hmm. our municipalities <laughs> provide that to us yeah, well yeah i the the city the
4: city's charge is to give you uh potable water to the kitchens you know to your house. potable potable which means which means it's drinkable that means it meets epa standards of of what they lay out as this is acceptable contaminants in the water so to give an example as in fresno fresno has five parts per billion of arsenic in the water they have high contents of nitrates but they are below the epa standards so they, they are, uh, you know, the water can still flow to the house, you know, so.
3: So our customers, uh, whereas they understand the government has a job to do, they want to exceed the government standards for drinking because they don't want arsenic, they don't want all of those pollutants in their water. And so, for example, our water bill is reasonable, fairly reasonable, because the city does the best they can to clean the water. And generally, most municipalities clean the water with, right yeah so uh, there is chlorine in the water it's not it's not harmful in a, in and of itself you're not gonna it's not like drinking bleach however a lot of people don't want chlorine in their water that's why there's a huge amount of bottled water sold so our system will take out all of the chlorine and all of the things in the water and give you purified water at your tap and that's yeah. what our customers want
4: to give in another example in in the city of Fresno we go through about a hundred million gallons of water every day so every day in the city of california in fresno there's there's a hundred million gallons that goes through the water treatment plant and disperse to the city for business for commercial purposes water all kinds of agriculture all kinds of things well only one percent a half to one percent is ingested by a person so you're talking hundred million gallons comes through, but only less than a million gallons gets ingested, either in food or drinking. So the city isn't going to get it to purified levels because it would our water bills wouldn't be a hundred dollars every other month or two hundred dollars every other month. It would be closer to a thousand dollars every other month, and people,
0: you wouldn't pay to. Have your lawn treated with good water. Right, yeah, that makes sense. And um, a lot of times you see um, signs on the median strips that say this area is watered with gray water. Yes, yes. yes. Tell correct. us what gray water is.
4: Okay, so gray water is all of the wastewater except sewage. So it's water that comes out of a shower. It's a water everything, but comes out of the toilet pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that's gray water. water. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it that that is. It's the,
3: collected, and mm-hmm. then used to water medians, yeah, as medians you
0: suggested. and. and. perfectly fine for plants and vegetation yeah. and yeah. grass. Yeah. Okay. Uh all right. So. How does the system that you guys provide, how does that work?
3: We have two systems. We have the reverse osmosis, which we install at the kitchen sink, and that is to give you purified water so that you can make great coffee, teas. You can uh, wash your fruits and vegetables. We have a lot of young families that use that water for their um, children's you know, bottles. They they wash their you know, dishes in that, and so – That is purified water to kitchen sink. We have a second unit, which is a refiner, and that system works to clean all the water that comes into your home. So it affects your washing machine, your dishwasher, your showers. So whatever you use water, whatever you use water to brush your teeth, wash your face, wash your clothes, that is the refiner. So it's two systems that we offer.
0: Why would somebody want to have refined water to wash your clothes in um now the the brushing your teeth part I that one I could figure out but
3: you know it's surprising how many people have um skin issues so a lot of times uh, one of the tests that we do when we come out and do our free testing is that we'll take like a washcloth that you have given to us and told us that you have just washed it we'll put it in our water and we'll rinse out just lots of of soap because soap in and it of itself, it sticks to your clothes. And if you don't have good water, it's hard for that, for that to leave your clothes. So perfectly laundered T-shirt will still have soap in it. And so a lot of times customers will have dry, itchy skin, they'll have psoriasis, they'll just have skin issues. And so um, most of our customers are just interested in making sure that their body does not have soap and or contaminants on it on, on them cells.
4: And, and the other part too it, it's the home value part uh, is it protects all of your appliances in the house it te- protects the plumbing the water heater and um, you know all all of the all of the investments you've put inside that home is protected by a water refiner yeah. so okay, that, that, that's one of the biggest I mean a, an appraiser will add value to your house Having a w- whole home water treatment system.
3: Yeah, one one thing that we like to do when we go into a home is we'll just pull down yeah. your faucet and we'll look, and you'll generally, we'll people will have just sodium built up on their on their just their kitchen spout because that water has collected there, and it's just it's just scale, it's, it's calcium, hardness yeah. in the water.
0: So what's a typical cost difference between the two systems, the reverse osmosis, and then the refiner?
3: So we have different. You know different levels. If do you want an alkaline filter? Do you want? I mean, a lot of people like alkal alkalinity in their water, and so that's mm. a big deal. And so those ones are a little that's bit more. That's easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they typically run the reverse osmosis unit a thousand to fifteen hundred, depending on all the bells and whistles. The refiner runs five five to six thousand, depending on you know we have we have just the basic model all the way to Wi-Fi. Phone will tell you that you're that you have a leak in your home you need salt mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a very high-tech system so it's a smart is, home yeah version. exactly
4: you know we have a smart okay. home version and then a v- simple system mm-hmm. so there's different ranges based on what people want
3: most of our, a lot of our customers like the high-tech stuff because they're always on their phones and they like to look and see what's mm-hmm. going on we um, we have a high-tech unit obviously and so I was looking at it and noticing that our wa- that we were using a lot of water and I couldn't figure out the reason and so I was yelling at Ken to get out of the shower mm-hmm. like you're in there too long our I'm water sure c- it was his it fault was him <laughs> and so what we found out was that we had a leaky toilet that was like a guest the toilet flap was up that we and never and used mm-hmm. and so we were able to detect that and figure out that we would have had a really high water bill had we not well gosh we could have had a flood we wouldn't have known anything so mm-hmm. It, it does alert you when you have um, issues with water, so that's kind of cool. People like that feature. Mm-hmm. That's
0: interesting. All right, how about somebody who says, I'm gonna, I want to save money and I already have a water filter in my refrigerator. What's the difference between that and the reverse osmosis?
4: Well, uh, the, your refrigerator um, comes with a carbon filter, so it will remove some of the chlorine that's coming into the house. so you'll get better tasting water with that kit kitchen or with the refrigerator filter. The only problem is is you have to change that every three to six months, or you're going to start getting uh, biofilm uh, buildup. you're going to get worse water than if you went to the kitchen sink. I've gone to homes where, the water in the refrigerator, because they have not changed the filter, mm-hmm. is worse than what is coming out of the kitchen sink. Yeah, and those so,
0: filters aren't cheap. No, they're not, no. How about in a reverse osmosis system, do you have to change the filter there?
3: We, you change them annually, and so we have a service where we'll come out and change them for you, or like during COVID, many people just wanted us to send them filters. We have a video that teaches you how to install, and so, um, it, you can either have be serviced or you can install yourself. But yes, we do have filters.
0: All right, Um, going back again, and you may have answered this, What what's the approximate cost on a refiner for the whole house?
3: A refiner runs from five to six, depending on if you want the base model or you want all the bells and whistles, Wi-Fi, the system practically talks to you, you know, yeah. so it's, there's, it's different levels. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, we always have refurbished too. So a lot of times we'll, um, we always have in our warehouse, you know, units that for whatever reason, the wrong unit was put in or they have well water and you know, something happened with the unit. So we'll take back units. And so we have refurbished always as well.
0: Speaking of well water. So you mentioned how the city provides this chlorinated um water how about if you're in at a well a domestic well um is that more of a chance that you should have a system like this if i had a well it wouldn't even be a second thought just
4: because most people do not test their wells you know like what what contaminants are in your well so the, the what we go by is hey if fresno has arsenic nitrates and the other different chemicals are in it. You can kind of reason that those same chemicals are in wells, because we c- people all the time say, "Oh, my well water tastes sweet," and, and all. And I'm, and I always tell them, you know what? One of the signs that you have arsenic in your water is sweet water. Right. So you want to get it tested. So that you can deal with the contaminants that are in your water. So and if you, you had may, a well, you may have good water, yeah, but you yeah. should yeah.
3: test it to ensure that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The you know,
4: WQA recommends every three that's years. That's Water Quality to test, Association. Yeah. Water Quality which Association, which Ken's on
3: the board, so he, he knows yeah. all about that. Oh, so I it must to,
0: be a good board.
3: Yes. There, there's <laughs> a, there's a, there's a, a group called EWG, Environmental Work Group. Anybody can look it up ewg.com.org, I'm sorry. And you can punch in your zip code and it will pull all the city reports that we get, but throw them away as junk mail. You'll be able to tell what's in your water. It'll give you just every every contaminant that's in your water by looking up EWG and putting your zip code in there. So I would suggest that everybody do that.
0: Okay, and when we get back from our next commercial break, I'm going to ask you guys, what in the world is this World Water Day thing about? <laughs> So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940-KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio with us, helping us out today, we have Mr. Ken Stites and Mrs. Elaine Stites of EcoWater. And um, so before the last segment ended i said we're going to discuss what in the world is world water day so could one of you tell me so, so sure. i can satisfy my curiosity sure the 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 main
4: purpose of world water day it's been around it's a un world water day they have international day they have different celebrations and things that they want to bring awareness to well one of them is world water day this is the 30th anniversary of world water day and the whole purpose is to uh, raise awareness about the importance of water conservation and management and the other reason is is it gives me a reason to contact don to get on the radio show yeah because that's what did it
3: so ken's on the big boy board which is w water quality association and so as part of his uh responsibilities as a board member he's supposed to talk and and share world water days with the community so check that off your box yep
4: okay all right but that's it i mean it's it's about raising awareness i mean the theme this year is be the change you want to see Mm -hmm. you know be the change that you want to see so their emphasis is more on hey you know conserve water at the house and that type of thing our our whole deal is hey we want you to use good water when you're using water at the house you know so
0: and I loved what you said use the the uh, term bring awareness Um, a couple weeks ago on welcome home radio we talked about walking around the outside of your home around the inside of your home and being aware or looking for things that might be potential problems um th- just the other day i went on the far side of our house and sure enough here's this bush that's overgrown and branches are sitting on the roof oh, wow. and probably cl- cl- uh, clogging the gutter yeah. and you know uh, squirrels rats whatever mm-hmm. could could have just gone right up there mm-hmm. it took all of five minutes to clip them off throw them away and and now those squirrels are going to have to be like rocky (laughs) rocky and they're the flying squirrel (laughs) they're going to have to jump about three feet to get there um okay so being aware of even things like your water Mm -hmm. hey be aware of your electricity your gas
4: usage yeah all of that right now especially with the prices everything Yes, I mean it's it's pretty crazy but Mar- yeah the World Water Day is March 22nd so it's this Wednesday um, March
0: 22nd and that and that's
4: World Water Day.
0: So for the average person, how are they going to know on March 22nd that it's World Water Day? Will well, there be they, announcements? They've listened to your radio show. Oh man, that is a good answer, Mr. Stites. <laughs>
3: it'll be it'll be worldwide news.
0: Yeah. Well, I think when the general public heard that Ken Stites was going to be on this show, everybody tuned in, right? Uh-huh. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're listening to it, I am, Elaine, yeah. yeah. All, ears. all right. Um, is it an opportunity to learn more ab- about the water quality? Yeah, and water usage
4: too. They, I think uh-huh, the UN's usage. more not the quality United is Nations. one. Yeah, the United Nations is one. You, you, quality is one of the issues, but I think just the the scarcity. There's a scarcity in most
0: parts of the world of fresh, clean water. I don't know that you could convince me of that this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there's yes. a scarcity of water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah. Boy, I'm not going to say this is the first time I've seen this in my lifetime of living here in in the Central Valley, but uh, this is a lot of water. Yeah, and it's it's
3: going to continue. Like tomorrow's supposed Mm. to be pretty. Next week, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, what about the storage? Uh, I mean, are all these rains helping our aquifers and with the snowfall? Well, I, you know, the the only issue I think is
4: that is happening is the the amount of rain that is going. There's not enough storage, so that's why I think Californians passed the proposition years and years ago to build more dams or add to the dams so that we can store more water during high rain years. Mm-hmm. You know, and and because the state hasn't done that i mean it's still we're in the same
0: situation as we'll be in in a couple years when it's
4: not raining so it's sad that way
0: maybe if they all paid attention to world water day this coming (laughs) wednesday then um they would know the importance of that exactly and stop letting it all go out to the ocean Mm -hmm. um all right Let's get back to usage of water. So from a residential standpoint, um, what can we do to wisely use our water?
3: So taking your loads and, and not doing a load for, uh, you know, washing a load that has three or four articles of clothing, just collecting them and doing that uh, sparingly, turning off, well, I have to tell Kenneth all the time, turning off, The water while you're brushing your teeth. Ken likes to listen to it or something. Turning the water off, taking (laughs) shorter uh, showers, and um, energy-efficient dishwashers.
4: Well, yeah, just do use the dishwasher. Don't hand wash. Mm -hmm. When you hand wash, you use way more water than what the dishwasher uses. Which
3: I didn't know that you said it was only four gallons. Four gallons. And I'm running hot water trying to hand wash because I'm thinking there's only two of us do I really want to use the dishwasher and Ken said I do
0: (laughs) you brought up a good point hot water how about the people me included that turn the water on and have to wait for it to get warm because I don't want to wash my face with cold water it it might make me wake up prematurely
4: exactly well that's why a lot of people get units or systems for that reason because what happens if you have an uh, instant water heater, not a tank one, but an instant, there'll be scale buildup that happens along the, uh, the nodes that heat the water. So if those aren't clean, it's going to take longer to heat the water. So if you have an instant water heater, that's the kind of thing that will happen if you don't treat the water before it hits that instant water heater.
0: Now I've seen people with heating units underneath their sink. Uh, are those good? are they expensive?
4: Well you know i, so, I, I usually they'll get those uh, you're not talking about the drinking ones you're talking about the heating ones yeah yeah the like drinking an right yeah yeah no those are those are fairly inexpensive to get mm. hot wa-
0: instant hot water. Do so. you guys install those too? no. No, we, no. Don't. we don't. Okay. Do but speaking of installation, I'm sitting here looking at a flyer mm-hmm. um, that's put out by the two of you. And all the, my eyes keep getting drawn to the right-hand corner where it says $100 Visa gift card.
3: Yes. When, when would you like us to come and test your water? <laughs> we'll bring the gift card with us. So we, you know, lead generation is, is, is expensive, as everybody knows. And so we we work from lower sack all the way down to santa barbara so we have a huge territory so um eco water you know we have lead generators and we have to you know we have to pay to get leads and so we like the real estate community because you guys sell homes and homeowners are our clients and so what we're doing is we put this little um flyer out and so we're giving a hundred dollars to every person that has a water test our 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 crew will come out. It's about 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how many questions you have. We'll educate you about the quality of your water, um, what levels of chlorine and hardness and things, and then we'll leave you the $100 piece of gift card because that is a good way for my guys to get practice in the homes. It's a, it's a good you know a good idea for you to know what's in your home. And if you don't want to treat your water today, maybe someday. But it's a good it's a good um, it's a good referral source for us. We think we're just rolling it out. In fact, I think you're the first one of the first persons that knows about it. But, yeah, we, we're bringing $100 out and testing your water at the same time.
0: That's because I listen to Welcome Home Radio. <laughs>
3: I know it. I know my phone's going to ring off the hook.
0: Uh, exactly. Come exactly. Monday morning. Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned that your guys come out and do this water test. I have With, a gal
3: too, so let me, let me <laughs> clarify that.
0: These humans. <laughs> yeah. People. People. Okay, <laughs> they come out and do the test. Um, is that the same kind of test that you can get at a laboratory?
3: It's a mini version. We test for hardness, which is scaled, you know, the buildup on, on your pipes and stuff. We test for chlorine. We test for um, what else, Kenny? We do about seven tests. PH. PH. Yeah. Iron. It's like a little chemistry uh, exam or something, you know, when we're in the home. And it's very entertaining. It really is. I mean, people have no idea about the quality of their water. They think just because it comes out of the tap that it's it's good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a very interesting demonstration.
0: I, You know, when I go home, I'm going to tell my wife that the, what I learned from Welcome Home Radio today is don't do just a couple, three, four things in the wash. She's always on me for overstuffing the washer. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> um, like nope, every day, no matter how many dishes are in it, run the dishwasher.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it is really as less water. That was amazing to me.
4: Yeah, so. yeah
0: only four gallons is used by a dish, typical yeah. dish, dishwasher. Yeah. The, new, the new,
4: I mean, depending, if you have one that's 20 years old, it might be a little bit less efficient, but the newer ones, that's... That's how much water, unless you go through the real extended, you know, dishwasher um, settings. But mm-hmm. the normal is about four gallons.
3: Same with, like, high-efficiency washers Wash
0: as machines, well. too.
3: They're yeah. designed to use less water. Yeah.
0: What about the new California law? Well, it's not new anymore. I think it came around in the early 2000s that says we have to have water-conserving plumbing fixtures. Do do faucets uh, really and, and showers really use that much water?
4: I, I have my own take on that, but i'll I'll do the. Uh, I'll water. do
0: the politically correct
4: version. Is uh, yes, you should be using your. your and your I will tell water. you that the first thing Ken does when we buy when we move into a house is he pulls it
3: off and puts <laughs> a nice flowing one. Well,
4: okay, so a normal shower with the with the water conservation in there is about three gallons two to three gallons a minute
1: mm-hmm.
4: and you'll you'll notice how low that is i mean you're most people are used to the five yeah. five to eight gallon a minute
0: shower See, but my
3: contention is if i have full water i can get in and out quicker if it's a uh, slow yeah. water stream i feel like i have to be there longer because it's taking longer to get my body wet yeah <laughs>
0: get yeah. the soap off There you go. See, and and thank you for being. I think they're fine, except in the shower. I think they're all fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with these thoughts, we are going to our next commercial break. But stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, nine forty KYNO. I'm proud of
4: the house we
1: built. It's stronger than sticks, stones, and steel.
0: Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio we have Elaine Stites and Ken Stites of EcoWater. And like our song says, we're proud of the home we built. So why shouldn't we have good quality water in there?
1: I have right. No reason.
0: Yeah, you, you guys are going to agree with me, uh, right? I agree with you. Um, can't I just go? Let's say I'm wanting to save a little bit of money here. Can't I just go and buy the system, have it delivered? um and then install it myself
3: people do that although in the state of california anybody who installs water treatment is to have a c55 license which ken is our license holder that comes with passing tests and having years of experience and so if you don't have one the state does not recognize you as a water installer secondly um anybody that comes into your home and that's whether you're putting in window treatment carpets the state of california passed a law many years ago that states that anybody who comes into a consumer's home must be background checked and so that's an expensive process to get people background checked but we do that because we want our customers to know that anybody that we send into their home which is their castle has cleared fingerprints and it's safe for them to be in your home and so uh, you know those are things that consumers should check if you have a solar guy in your home ask him for his cal his license it literally like as a license that says that you are registered with the state of california
0: so i was gonna further that by saying eh, i i know that i can't install it myself i i might know a thing or two about real estate maybe even one thing about radio Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but i certainly don't know about installing things i'm not the world's best handyman so as far as um getting a handyman to install it. I think you just answered our questions, but another question is, do you need a permit for this? And if the answer is I don't know, let me hear what they have to say, then you're not qualified to put it in.
3: <laughs> well, most of the counties in Fresno and most of the counties that we work with require a permit. And so we 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 pay for the permit, we submit it to the city, after the job is done, they'll come back and they'll check it to make sure that we've done an appropriate job. There, sometimes there are some things they want us to fix, strap the unit, wrap the wiring, and things like that. So it is a, it's consumer protection. So permits protect the consumer from installs that may be done poorly. Or, um, I mean, I would think for your homeowner's insurance, too, if you have someone that does something to your home and they're not licensed, bonded, and they don't have the right they don't do it correctly, then I would assume that could impact whether or not your claim is is recognized. But you know more about permits than I do.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, not every city and county require them. There are certain cities and certain counties that don't, but most of them in our area do require
0: permits. And this is how to what a great extent that goes. Let's say you were to change the sprinkler valve on your sprinkler system. So you have to make a break in the water, the water system. I know here locally, yeah, you need a permit. Um, how about if you're going to change out that light fixture, that overhead light fixture, and put in a new ceiling fan? Yeah, you need a permit for mm-hmm. that. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: now kind of you're off the
0: hook. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not being aware is a legitimate reason, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well I mean I, I think the, you know, the general public <coughs> needs to know that whereas permits may sound like a hassle it really is for their protection mm-hmm. I mean the permit will have will be a third party that comes in and verifies that you have a good install and that you're not gonna have any problems down the road because we're tapping into your main water line and that's a pretty serious that's a pretty serious job mm-hmm. you know we affect the entire water of your home and so it needs to be done correctly
0: so. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I could see too, you mentioned insurance issues. I could see an insurance company saying, "Whoa, wait a minute, the, the fire started because of that light fixture um, being installed improperly. Where was your permit? Yeah. And that just might be why they say, sorry, but no coverage. Well,
3: mm. there, there are actually jobs that we go to and we have to, we look at the fire sprinklers, which Every home is required to have new homes, and so we are not allowed to install a water treatment unit if the lines are not split. Meaning, we cannot tap into the fire sprinkler itself because we could potentially impact the flow of water in the event of a fire. So there are many jobs that we won't, we can't do. We just can't do it. We will not, will not get a permit for it. But we still wouldn't do it because of the, you know, just just the danger. But there, you know. Everybody just needs to know that the person who's installing anything in their home, that they're licensed, bonded, insured, have the permits, have the proper licenses, because they're, you know, we wanna make sure that you're, that you're, that you're safe and that you follow in all the regulations, and that's, that's why I think we have a good reputation, because we do that. We make sure that, you know, we, we're not gonna just do a job because we don't believe that it's gonna impact the fire sprinklers, so we, there's some jobs we can't do.
0: And you do have a good reputation because you passed the background check to get on Welcome Home Radio. <laughs> yeah. It was very, very yeah. extensive. And, you know,
3: it was, yeah, we were on pins and needles wondering <laughs> if we were going to make it. I was biting my nails.
0: Come on. It only took me three weeks to call you back. <laughs> not, no, that's not true. Um, okay. A question that I don't want to leave here today without knowing the answer to. What's the deal with salt systems? i I've, I've heard that term it, in non-salt
3: so there's there's a whole new development north of Madeira, i'm sure everyone's heard of it right tesoro and and, mm-hmm. and riverstone and most of those homes well all of them the um the city of Madeira denied um we salt can. using units because of brine i presume and yeah, so, all
4: of the water that's coming in there, the wastewater is going to golf courses and all that, and they don't want a lot of chlorides in the water that will kill which comes the grass. From salt. Yeah. So Yeah, it's the chloride so, part of salt. So okay. there is a
3: ban on water treatment systems in all of those new homes that are being built. So we do have a saltless system. We have two saltless systems. I will tell you that chemistry-wise, they're not going to— reduce the hardness as well as a salt using and that's chemistry I, I don't really know how to explain it but you need salt in order to reduce the the sodium or the hardness in your water but we do have alternatives that meet the requirements of the hoas and um if people pulled permits they would know that and mm-hmm. so you know we our job is to educate people because sometimes you know they purchase things and they don't realize the ramifications and so we make sure that um, that we follow the rules that the HOAs have. So, and, and we do have a saltless system.
0: Okay, thank you. We have about a minute left in the show. So what's the one thing you would like our listeners to remember most about today's show? And I'll ask you each that individually. Mm-hmm.
3: I would say to look up EWG and find out what's in your water. And if you want a $100 Visa gift card and you want to be educated about it, call us and we'll come out and I'll send Kenny and he'll do a a free demo for you.
4: Yeah. And mine would be, if you want
0: your water perfected, you give us a call. All right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Thank you both for coming in today and helping us with this this show. And hopefully our listeners are better educated now on water quality. Water quantity we're getting educated on as we go here. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio. Thank you. Thank you.